Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on my little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, it's been a week. Uh, we were in, I was not here on the podcast last week. Um, number one, it was our Thanksgiving week here in the United States. And number two, we were going through the most crazy uh, time. Um, I will tell you, if you listened to my podcast the last episode, which was One Step at a Time, it was completely crazy because as soon as I was done recording that podcast, literally within minutes, um, I got a phone call from a hysterical daughter away at college and it was very timely. So if you go and listen to that episode, if you haven't already, or if you have and you want to listen to it again with fresh ears, it's kind of crazy that all the things I was talking about in that episode, I would literally need to live out over the next week after um, because I talked in that episode about, you know, we we just need to go one step at a time and we don't always know uh, what is in store for us. And God just gives us sometimes enough just to see one step at a time so we can trust him more. And there was also a whole bunch of other things I talked about in that episode, but you'll have to listen to it to find out. Um, but it's just crazy because my daughter calls me in hysterics. She had had, and I talked about it a little bit in that episode, that week was crazy for us. Um, she had had several um, possible COVID exposures away at college. It seemed to be just like everywhere all of a sudden that last week. And um, she had had the one in particular, which was, you know, a close contact who was awaiting test results. And so when I had just finished the podcast, I got the call that the person that she was in close contact with and was awaiting test results was indeed positive. And so she was supposed to be coming home that weekend for Thanksgiving. And um, instead of coming home that weekend, that was on Thursday, she was told to go home right then and quarantine. So within like, you know, hours, she had to be packed up and out of her dorm and go home. And so that was really hard. It was really difficult for her. It was really difficult, you know, that whole thing, not expecting to leave. And the the odd thing is, it's not just Thanksgiving break. These college kids are coming home for Thanksgiving, but not going back until January. So normally you would go back for, you know, a little couple weeks, come home for Christmas. But this time, they're just keeping them home altogether because they don't want the whole traveling and all that. So um, she's home. She was sent home and she's home till January. And so, you know, that whole thing, though, was a little bit nerve wracking because she was coming home with an exposure to COVID. I had to find a test, you know, testing site for her to go get tested. We had to quarantine her in our home. And that just brought about a whole bunch of dynamics. And I won't go through the whole detailed story, but, you know, there was some unknowns during that time. And 
there was a lot of praying. And I, I really have to say, I prayed one of those days with the Lord so much. Like I have never prayed like this, like out loud, you know, on my knees, marching around my house, literally, because no one was home, just crying out to the Lord, you know, really just so um, connected to him that I didn't even like think twice about what I was saying. It was just all coming out. And um, it was a very meaningful time. I'll never forget it. And I did ask the Lord in that time to really like to change me. You know, I, I really, I really keep asking him every day. Um, it's not necessarily about what I want these days. It's really, I mean, this is how it should always be, right? It's really about what he wants. And my prayers have always, you know, um, been that way. But lately, I'm just like, you know what? I am making my requests known to the Lord, but my goal ultimately is that my desires are his desires. And I know that he will change those. And so I've been much more surrendered every day, like, Lord, what do you have for me today? You know, what's my assignment? I'm here. Um, not Lord, th this is the list of the things I want to make my life go smoothly. I've been learning a lot lately. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Is 2020 a blessing or a curse? You know, it's kind of like the joke, <laughs> you know, hashtag 2020, you know, 2020 is just such a crazy year. You know, my family and I, we joke about it all the time as well, right? Like 2020 has just been full of crazy things, things that we would never expect, difficult things, hard things, struggles. I know for many of you listening on the other end, there have been some extremely difficult things that have happened in 2020. There have been hardships. There have been tragedies. There has been struggle. And so this is never to undermine or to, you know, uh, what's the word? Not undermine. Um, you know, to make light of those things at all, but it's maybe to see them in a different light. And, you know, I'm looking back on 2020 and I'm just really grateful I'm just really grateful. I want to give you some encouragement today on this podcast episode because I know there's a ton of negativity out there and it's like bombarding our brains every day and it changes the way we think. And I always want to be out there as a little voice that, you know, in the middle of all that junk that would encourage you and point you to Jesus and say, no, 2020 is not necessarily a cursed year. It, it might even be a blessed year. Um, because our circumstances, and I've been saying this all along, do not define our joy. Our circumstances do not define things. You know, we have to always remember there has always been struggle and always been hardship and always been dark times since the beginning of time, right? And God uses it all. And so my perspective has changed so much this year in that I am looking at everything in terms of what is my purpose in this? What is God's purpose for me in this? Instead of looking at, you know, um, the things that are happening to us, what is God doing in it? What is he doing in me in it? Our lives are not defined by what is happening to us, but who we are in those circumstances. And, you know, I've been saying this all along. And just recently, you know, I had these kind of this kind of crazy week with my daughter and, and just, you know, stuff going on. And I've had to really just like strip it all away 
I want to talk about simplify. Just like get rid of all the stuff that clutters my brain, all the stuff that clutters my life, and just sit there with the Lord and be like, all right, Lord, I get it. Time is short. My life is but a vapor. I'm here today for, you know, just a vapor uh, uh, in the wind, whatever it is. And you know what? What is it truly that you want in my life? Because I don't believe that God wants me every day stressed out about what Christmas presents I'm buying, stressed out about what holiday cookies I'm making, stressed out about the, you know, Christmas decorations, um, you know, stressed out about, you know, even the big things like, you know, he wants us to live our lives here. But do we focus too much on the earthly things that we're forgetting the earthly things are ultimately leading us to the eternal things. So it's not that they don't matter. I mean, maybe some of them don't like, you know, what Christmas cookies to make. (laughs) It's not that they don't matter the things that we're going through, but it's our whole perspective of what does God want us to do with it, right? So it's all about really stripping it all away, going back to him and saying, Lord, my life is an outpouring of my relationship with you. And if I am constantly feeling down and attacked and defeated, that doesn't say much about my relationship with you. Because we, it's in our relationship with him, we have victory. Uh, we have joy. We have redemption. He has overcome. And so, you know, sometimes I, I realize that my countenance is, you know, down or, you know, um, feeling a little bit, like I said, defeated, but yet maybe defeated here on earth, but we have to remember that we have overcome. And ultimately, there is nothing that can happen to us here on earth that can separate us from what is to come in Christ and what we have, what we possess in Christ already. I think that sometimes we really do have a disconnect between our relationship with the Lord and our relationship with earth. And what do I mean by that? I mean that we live on this earth, we do our earthly things, we have our relationships, we have our stuff, we have our circumstances, and then we try to like do all that and add God into it. Like, okay, you know, oh, I'm wondering what's going to happen next week. I'm praying about that now. Whereas our relationship with the Lord should be so consuming of us that everything else is just secondary to that. Like we are praying every day, like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? And no matter what happens next week, let me handle that in your strength, for your purpose, for your glory. Our lives should be so wrapped up in him that everything that happens to us or everything that is going on around us, that we look at it completely differently. We don't go to him to fix it. We are so like connected with him already that we just say, all right, Lord, what is your purpose in this? And we see things differently. 
And so when I look back at this year in 2020, and we see how everything kind of has unfolded over the past year, and almost, you know, it's like a snowball. It just kept kind of like getting worse and worse. I think in the beginning of the year, when things first started with the pandemic and things like that, it seemed like, you know, you know, this is one of those struggles, we'll get through it. And like, we're still in it, right? One thing I've noticed in my Bible reading lately sometimes is that, my goodness, how short-sighted we are. Like we, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, well, this is the last two weeks, a two-week struggle, and then we'll be through it. And we can say, oh, wow, look what the Lord did. And you know what? We're like a year into it. We're going to be a year into it in a couple, you know, I don't know, what is it, two months? We're going to be into like a year already. And we're like, you know what? I was reading the other day with my sons in Daniel. And, you know, there was something in there about when Daniel, you know, is exiled and he's in training for the king and three years goes by. And I'm like, you know what? Like three years, you know, or you look at, you know, just, I mean, in history over time, sometimes things go on for years. Like we're so, we're so, I guess it's because of our instantaneous culture. We kind of like think that, okay, we have a struggle, but it'll get fixed what if it never gets fixed? What if we are always, you know, living in a pandemic time? Now that's not going to happen. But what if, what if, what if there were always these things? Like we would have to learn to live with it. We would have to learn to, I want to say live with it, with God at the center, you know, like to learn to look at things with the lens of the Lord rather than just our short-sighted human lens. You know, what is God's purpose in this? If you look through the Bible, I've said this many times, every hero of faith has gone through a struggle. I mean, look at Paul. He wrote the Bible while he was in jail. You know, we have John, you know, exiled. We have, you know, martyrs. We have heroes of faith that have never walked an easy path. So when I look back at 2020, I'm like, you know what? Yes, of course there's struggles. That is part of the human experience here on earth. And I'm not downplaying those tragedies. I mean, I myself, I constantly remind you guys of this as well. I know what it's like to suffer. I've been through some pretty horrific tragedies in my life. And when I look back on them, I'm not saying, oh, yay, I'm so glad that happened. But I'm saying that happened and God allowed it to. And what have I learned from it? And what is God teaching me through it? And how do I glorify him in all things? Because that is still what we are supposed to do. And I remember that there is no human being that has ever walked this earth that has been um, immune to tragedy or struggle or even death, right? Right? physical death that is we know as christians that our physical death isn't the end and so you know sometimes i i think for somebody who is like prone to worry and stuff like i would say to myself well, what is the worst possible outcome of this and honestly when i think of the worst possible outcome of anything in life i can still remember that the outcome in the end is still eternity with god And so that makes everything, you know, a little bit more in perspective. 
So again, I'm not downplaying if you have lost a job, if you have lost, you know, loved ones, if you have been sick, if you have um, been through tragedy. I'm never downplaying it. I'm just trying to shift perspective to say like no one is immune to tragedy and no one is immune to struggle. And if you want to feel in good company, just get in your Bible. As I'll always point to people like Corey Ten Boom, right? I mean, spent time in a concentration camp, stripped of every freedom, of everything you can imagine. And such good came out of that later on. And, you know, we can ultimately look to Jesus, who was crucified, a horrific death, executed for all to see. And we know ultimately that God's plan prevailed in that. When I look back at 2020, I see so many blessings that have come out of this time that maybe would not have otherwise. My first and biggest, um, I don't want to say biggest, but one of the, you know, biggest things that I do know that came out was my Simply Living for Him online women's community. Uh, We have an amazing group of a thousand ladies that have signed up. It's completely free. I will never charge anyone to join my community to learn more about God. That's just not something I will ever do. It is a ministry. It is open for donation, but I never charge. So you can come on in there and learn about the Bible, meet other women who are, you know, want to study the Bible um, and grow in your walk with the Lord. We've done four Bible studies already in that community. We have another one planned. We're doing a mini study in December on the names of Jesus. We have all kinds of things to help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And that came out of 2020, quarantine time when I was, you know, stuck at home. I was supposed to be traveling. It was supposed to be one of my biggest travel years for speaking at homeschooling conventions. And, you know, the the community, I want to remind everyone, is not for homeschooling moms. It's for any woman. That's really the only uh, prerequisite is that you be a woman. It's really for any woman who wants to grow closer to Jesus. Uh, doesn't matter if you're a homeschool mom, a mom, a working mom, not a mom, anyone um, that wants to grow closer to Jesus. And that has been such a blessing for me. And I'm excited to see where God takes my ministry. It's helped me to focus more on my ministry and to really... Um, <clears throat> Like, you know, do these focused Bible studies to provide for women and focused um, things each month to help women get in the word um, and to connect and, and to connect others with each other. And Lord willing, when we are able to sort of do things in person again without crazy restrictions, that will grow into real life ministry, you know, events, day events, retreats again. I'm just beyond excited about what the Lord is doing um, in my ministry. And I'm so grateful he's taught me so much about, you know, just what I want to do with my time and with my life. And so that's amazing. You know, I look back at 2020 and I see, yes, my daughter had to come home from college in the spring and she was actually getting ready to board a plane to Ireland um, with her school to go on a tour with her corral. And the night before they were leaving, it got canceled and everyone sent home because of the pandemic. I mean, crazy stuff, right? But when we look back at it, we had such an amazing spring to be together, family time that we never expected, uh, to have my daughter home with us, 
And literally so many things have happened to her this year. Like God has really directed her steps in so many ways that I believe would not have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic. So again, you just, if you, if you open your eyes, right, they say 2020 is that perfect vision. And is this the year of perfect vision? Well, maybe it is because if you open your eyes to see and don't just focus on the things that you lost or the things that were hard, you will see that there are good things that have come out of it. I've, I've really enjoyed the fact that I've had so much time to focus on the Lord. You know, maybe he stripped a lot of it away. I, t- I think I did a podcast about that in the beginning when it's all stripped away. Maybe he, you know, he stripped a lot of it away so that we could clearly see what is most important. You know, I <clears throat> do not fear death. I do not fear sickness. I am so... Um, much more aware of my time on earth is finite. You know, I think we spend a lot of our, our days worrying about death and sickness and uh, all of that instead of just facing the fact that, you know what, we are finite beings, but we will live eternally someday. And so it's really caused a lot of us, like for me, especially to look at my life and be like, who am I kidding? It could end today. It could end tomorrow. It could end 50 years from now. My purpose right now is not to worry about how many days I have left or years, but to worry about what am I doing right now in this moment that he has given me. And that has been huge. I think a lot of us live our whole lives, you know, trying to sort of um, escape the truth that our lives are finite you know, and instead of trying to constantly avoid death and sickness, which we know will come at some point, and of course, I don't mean don't take care of yourselves and, and take care of your body as a temple, but, you know, we can get a little bit too wrapped up that we're forgetting what are we doing in this moment that God has given us? Because no matter how healthy you are, you're still not promised tomorrow. And so, you know, this year has caused me to really look at that and my mortality and, and what am I doing and my purpose with the Lord every single day and what kind of mother do I want to be? I think in my early years of motherhood, I was very distracted, very distracted by the homeschooling community, uh, very distracted by <clears throat> the mothering Pinterest perfect community, distracted by um, even the Christian community sometimes, you know, I have to look like I'm living the good Christian life. Like I was very distracted about doing everything just so that there were times where I wasn't really being the mother I wanted to be. And I feel like I'm so thankful that God has given me a fresh perspective this year because I'm not doing things now because I'm trying to keep up with everyone else. I'm doing things now because I want to serve my family. I don't care who, you know, knows about it. I want to serve my family. I want to um, make them meals because I'm serving them and I love them. And I want to make them happy, not because I'm trying to keep up with the latest Pinterest uh, group that I don't, I don't even know, you know, like the latest like mothering meal planning stuff or, you know, the Instagram ideal images. Um you know, we're doing it for the right, I'm doing it for the right reasons. Now, I will say there were years I was trying to keep up with the homeschooling community and what it looked like online. I've written about that in my books, um, especially my book called Real Homeschool, Letting Go of the Pinterest Perfect and Instagram Ideal Homeschool. I mean, there were years I spent just chasing after the image 
of homeschool, that I wasn't really homeschooling. And I have to say, these past few years, homeschooling has been the most enjoyable of my life. I literally tell my boys every day, like, these are the best years of my life because my perspective has changed. It's not for the image. It's not for, you know, trying to keep up with everybody. It's living each moment for the right reasons and for, you know, being uh, glorifying God. We have to keep him at the forefront of our mind in everything we do. Like I said, we have to live out of our relationship with him. We don't add him into our life. He is everything. Everything else we do is just added in to our relationship with him. Does that make sense? Because I think a lot of times we live our life, we live our life, we want our stuff, we want comfort, we want our plans to you know, go through. We want 2020 to be the way we want it to be. And we pray to him about all the things we want instead of, Lord, I am yours. Help me to live out each day, no matter what comes my way, for you. Help me to live each moment for you. Help me to live each moment with the perspective that you give me, not that the world gives me. And so 2020 has really um, been a blessing in so many ways for me. So I would encourage you today. Yes, it's fun to joke around and say, oh, 2020. You know, when you see it, it's like become the thing. When something goes wrong, you're like, well, 2020, right? I mean, yeah, it's a joke. But let's not speak too much into that. Let's really um, be grateful that the Lord is giving us an opportunity to open our eyes you know, it says in Psalm 119, it was one of our uh, verses that we studied in my women's Bible study in the Simply Living for Him online women's community. We completed a 12-week Psalm 119 Bible study, which was just such a blessing. Um, and one of the verses in there is, Open my eyes that I may see the wonderful things of your law. And one of the words that I learned while I was um, studying is wonderful. The original Hebrew for that word, I don't remember the actual word off the top of my head, but the meaning, the definition it for wonderful is not like we think. Like, we're just like, oh, that's wonderful. Good job. Oh, wonderful. You know, we use that word often. You know, it's really wonderful is translated as miracle or miraculous, like this awe-inspiring wonder. You know, it's almost like a lot of times we use the word awesome you know, like, oh, awesome. That's great. Everything's awesome. That's great. You're awesome. When really that word is so much bigger than just like more than good, right? And we use wonderful really when we kind of want to emphasize something's a little more than good, but really wonderful is miraculous. And so when we say, open my eyes that I may see the wonderful things of your law, open my eyes, Lord, open my eyes, there's that 2020 fresh vision so that I may see the miraculous things you have done. And may I live every day remembering that life that you have given me and Jesus that you have given me is a miracle. And may I live with that perspective so that everything that comes my way, pandemic, uh, you know, financial stuff, sickness, tragedy, jobs, you know, family relationships, anything that comes my way, I look at it with the vision and the perspective through the lens of 
God and his word. See, if we don't know God's word, we're not going to know how to live this life the way he wants us to. We don't live our life and then try to go understand his word and then try to go like, you know, throw that on top of our life. We live out of his word, the wonderful things that are revealed to us in there. He has revealed to us all we need to know in there. And then we live our life with that as our guide. It also says in Psalm 119, your word is a light to my path, a lamp to my feet, right? His word guides us through this life. And it's not the other way around. It's not that we're trying to guide ourselves and then we go to his word because we feel like we need to ask for a little extra help. It's completely the opposite. He is guiding us. His word is our nourishment. His word is our um, everything that we need to live, Our the wisdom, the knowledge, and the supernatural transforming power that it does in us so that, you know, I've talked about this in our Psalm 19 Bible study, so that it gives us the instructions for our life, the Bible, but then it also gives us the ability to do it because it transforms us. It gives us the power. It doesn't just tell us what to do. It then gives us the power to do it. And so 2020 has been a year where we can open our eyes to really see, okay, Lord, life is not always going to be easy. Let's just all put that out of our heads, like that we think that life is supposed to be smooth and easy. And we get surprised when things you know, don't go our way. Let's just put that out of our minds. Let's not be surprised when things get tough. Let's say, all right, Lord, what are we going to do in this? Why is this happening? And what do we do? And no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome is of anything, any situation, we have to trust that everything is as God planned. Even the most horrible tragedy things it has happened. And what do we do with it? It's a whole different way of looking at things. If anything for 2020, I pray for you that it did give you a fresh vision of what truly matters most. Of, you know, when I talk about living simply and getting rid of all these distractions, we're on a whole new level now in 2020. You know, I started out as simply living for him, you know. We want to live simply. We want to get rid of clutter. We want to, you know, get rid of all the distractions, mental and physical, that keep us from living for the Lord. I feel like 2020 literally encompasses all of that. Talk about getting rid of distractions. I really believe that this year I was able to really see much more clearly what the Lord has in store for my life, whether I have one minute left of life or I have 55 years left of life, I want to live each of those moments for him, for his glory, for his purposes. I want my desires to be his desires. I want to stop giving him a laundry list of how I want my life to look. And I want to live my life, no matter how it looks, all for the glory of the Lord. 
So I pray that that encourages you as well. If it does, please share this podcast with others. That helps me get my message out there for the um, ministry at Simply Living for Him. The more you share and like it and all that stuff with your friends, um, that would just be such a blessing for the ministry. I just wanted to remind you that I have two e-courses for any homeschooling families out there, Simplify Your Homeschool and Bible-Based Homeschooling. I put those on a Black Friday sale, but I'm leaving them up all month long. You can get the lowest price ever, just $15 for each e-course. Go check those out at my website at simplylivingforhim.com, or you can go to simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com. Also, my books, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Called Home, and Real Homeschool are available on Amazon. Those uh, are for homeschooling moms. I also have a devotional for all women. It would make a great Christmas gift. It's a 400-page devotional, so it's pretty large, but it has 100 devotionals for you to, again, get rid of distractions. It's really focused on um, getting rid of, you know, mental stuff, physical stuff, so you can focus more on Jesus. But the reason this devotional is unique, there's four pages for each devotional. So before you even read what I have to write about the verse, you will have time to spend with the Lord first. There's uh, places for you to write in the devotional. There's little journaling pages. It's really a beautiful book. So that's on Amazon. It's called uh, the Simply Living for Him devotional, Less Clutter and More Joy. And uh, also, if you are interested in joining our Simply Living for Him online women's community, it is always free. You can join at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. Also, I don't know if you realize, but Simply Living for Him is run by donation. This is a, It is not a nonprofit ministry. It is um, an LLC, but we do accept donations to help keep everything I do going, such as the podcast, the website, the videos, the community, um, you know, writing and publishing books, all of those things. Uh, we greatly appreciate your donation uh, to help keep the ministry going. You can go to simplylivingforhim.com slash donate. If you have been blessed by the ministry, that would be greatly appreciated. And um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. I want to hear, continue the conversation. Has 2020 changed your perspective? Have you seen a clearer vision this year in a good way or a bad way? And I encourage you to share with one another, um, to change our perspective, to look at the blessing that could have been in this year rather than focusing on the downside. Until the next time, I wish you guys blessings and joy.